Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 184 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast tonight. Small smattering of news. We have, uh, and the Game Awards nominees are, dot, dot, dot. We'll be waiting a little longer on the Steam Deck. GTA, the definitive edition, problem edition. I messed that up. Well done, Brant. You did it right. I did not. Xbox 20th anniversary. Nintendo OK's Smash Tourney, question mark. WB Smash Brothers announced. We're going to be talking lots of, uh, what's the genre, platform fighters. Uh, Bobby Kotick, Activision Fallout. That's not going to be a fun story, but we'll get through it because it seems like uh, there's power to the people. And that is going to be our news we discuss. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Brant McKee, the newsmaster. What's up? Bringing you all the nudes. You did. (laughs) I threw a couple things in there, but I also heard nudes, so I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, you threw your nudes in there. I threw the nudes in. Now I'm weak. Uh, coming in with no nudes and clothes required is Cesar Concepcion the second. It's a lifestyle. I choose a little bit. Hey, you're here with us. Uh, you're choosing us as your lifestyle. And we are happy you did this. Yo. What? <laughs> Yo. All right, let's jump into the news, because I think we all have pretty decent games played we want to discuss, fuss, cuss, and discuss. Our bread and butter. Uh, and the Game Award nominees are... I haven't pulled these up beforehand. This might be a scramble for me. That's uh, all right. Put you on there. We're, we're all learning this for the first time, but we're in, we're in this See, I, I've... Yeah, I've heard of these. Well, really, the, the, the biggest one, I guess, you know, the most talked about one would be the one for Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. Um surprisingly no Forza, it's not on there halo infinite. no no halo infinite does not make the cut Eternal on there I hear a lot of good things about Returnal. no that's that's no one no nah, no returnal that was actually one that people were wondering about but what kind of list is this okay gotta be gta trilogy those are all really three really <laughs> really good games it's gotta, it's gotta be on there gta's so, gotta be on in there every year so <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said GTA Five. Yeah, we're going to talk about how bad how bad those remasters are. But uh, I saw somebody say that this was just Rockstar proving that they need to keep putting out uh, GTA Five over and over again. They can't do any other ones. <laughs> It'll be like this. <laughs> oh, uh, the uh, the actual nominees for Game of the Year are as follows. We have Deathloop. You're reading that well. I like the, the actual. It's, uh, yeah. It takes two. Uh, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, and Resident Evil Village. Village. I think some of those are y'all's favorite games of the year. Yeah, they're... Uh, I've played all of them, but it takes two. That's on Game Pass now. We could, we could give that yeah. a shot. I ended up buying the, I think the PS4 one, because I think that PS4 one, in no way, I was like ridiculously overpriced to get now. Physical. Out of print. Uh, yeah, it's like 100 bucks used. It's not good. I went ahead and just did it. Takes two. I bought off that Gamefly sale for like 14.99. So. Mm. But uh, I mean, as of course, there's. I don't think we really have the time to go through every nomination. Obviously, no. the game of the year is the, is the one that most people. It's it's the one that gets the most buzz. Yeah. Um Of course, you have everything else: best art direction, best mobile game. Um, music, score and music. Audio design. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know one of the most controversial 
um, nominees is in the RPG category. Uh, if I can find it here, I know it's Shin Megami Tensei is on there. The, the new Cyberpunk one? Thing? Hmm? I think the Cyberpunk one is the one everybody Oh, yeah, yeah. Cyberpunk. Yeah, and that's the thing is is uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is on the list of best uh, RPG, uh, at least for the nominees, whether it wins it or not. And I'm having a... Tr- a little bit of trouble trying to find it on this I'm list. I'm there, Brant. So that category is uh, best role-playing again. is Cyberpunk 2077, Monster Hunter Risei, Scarlet Nexus, Shimagami Tensei, Cinco, and Tales of Arise. <laughs> a lot of Risei in there. <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of people are really questioning why, why Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk. Yeah. given the fact that to this day it's still very broken. Um, why it's Why it's even up for the nomination so i was watching somebody say don't listen to the haters i played all the way through on xbox one i had no glitches it was fine they were playing the original xbox one <laughs> <laughs> i believe i believe when somebody goes to pc so, so you're kind of cutting out there we don't hear you at all nope that's weird zero zero <laughs> zero you went from slim to none you were almost about to capture the flag Best fighting, best family, best simulation and strategy. And these are oh, always no. fun. There you yes. are. Yeah, there you go. And these now. are all these categories are always fun. What's what's funny is the position that you're in. You know, you have a, a reclining kind of uh, I guess you could call it a gaming chair. Um, but that little <laughs> I guess pillow, you could call it a gaming chair, <laughs> that that little pillow that sits behind your head. It just looks like you have horns. So given the fact that you were playing with some of those filters earlier, it's <laughs> you do have the horns. <laughs> it, it, it's yeah. it's it's suit it suits you, sir. Why? Because I'm evil? No, no, just with the voices that you were playing with. Yeah, give us another mic test. I don't know if that mic works. The voices in our heads. <laughs> sometimes. Sometimes they come to fruition. Brent hears Brent heard what he wanted to hear. <laughs> <laughs> There's the demon. <laughs> Cesar's demon has entered the room. The lab is where it's at, man. We, we can't hear shit otherwise. <laughs> it's it kind of sometimes it is, and other times it just gets all jumbled and it's too much bass. Yeah. Yes. Uh, our Lord of Darkness, will you please read the Game of the Year nominees <laughs> once again? Sure. <laughs> Brent read them in his angelic voice. Let's hear your thoughts on the uh, the five angelic nominees voice. for Game of the Year. In the Game of the Year awards. <laughs> First off is Oh, I bet you like that one, huh? Oh, it's great. It's a lot of death. It's a lot of looping. <laughs> uh, next up is It Takes Two. It takes Two. two. Takes Two <laughs> to pull someone down to the depths. Sure, that's a guy. Metroid Dread of All About Dread. All Dread. A lot of dread. Dread's a good fate, uh, a good trait to have. Uh, next up is uh, Psycho Nuts 2. Uh, I'd like to psychologically mess with people's minds. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just please. I don't know. The joke landed with him. Brain, don't make him angry. Don't make him angry. Just, just laugh at his jokes and laugh with him. Next up is Russian Clayton <laughs> you like to rip people apart, I'm sure. Not uh, really sh- part. Uh, you know, uh, 
Lord, <laughs> Lord Satan, I think this last game might be, Satine. might really be your cup of tea. I think this might be your, your type of t- title. Yes. Uh, Resident Evil Village. <laughs> Lots of oh, witches and, and dark creatures and vampires and things. I think my favorite character is probably the tutorial zombie. Oh, yeah, the tutorial zombie, yeah. Is that one of your favorite minions? Thank you for your participation, Satine. Uh, if you'll see yourself out, uh, and there he goes. He's going straight. He's going straight down. I just and, see him. Uh, yeah, disappear. in a pillar of fire. Like, like uh, he just. Man, did I miss anything? Gone. I was gone. I went to the oh, bathroom. Cesar. What happened? Yeah. Man, you can't go back to the bathroom again. And all all hell broke loose. When you left. <laughs> Literally. 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 Oof, that was rough. Yeah, we had a visitor. For some reason, he was uh, not happy with Brant's reading of the Game of the Year nominees. So we got the we got the list all over again. It was really so weird. So they came up and did it themselves, huh? Yeah, they came up and then <laughs> went back into the depths. But oh, there's there's several different categories, several different nominees. You can always go to their um, the Game Awards website to look them over. You can also go there to vote in the. There's a couple categories you can vote for your favorite titles. There's, we're still doing like the best, like um, pres- like not the presenter, but I guess like uh, sort of like community something, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're in there. I can't remember what that name was. Which, no disrespect to any of those people on that list. I don't recognize any of them. Community support. No, no, it's not I community either. support. Um, it's like face of gaming or something. Yeah, and it's no disrespect content creator to them. of the year. Content creator. Yeah, it's no disrespect yep. to them. I just didn't recognize any of them. I wasn't sure. Hey, yep. but hey, the best oh, team. Lena Faze is in there. We can uh, complete the the duology. We win the World Series, and we can also win the best esports team. What do they play? Where are they uh, at? The, the duty of a calls. <laughs> ah, best esports athlete. This guy's name is Simp. I, I think I know what that is, and I'm not sure that's uh best esports coach. Ah. And again, uh, the Keeleys, uh, the Game Awards, as they are, it's uh, it's a celebration of the industry it's almost like a mini e3 there's gonna be tons of announcements and trailers and all sorts of stuff and they they'll fly through these awards so if you've never watched one of these before highly recommend super high production value keely's been doing these type of things for 20 years now he's doing that shit at like game trailers and yeah wasn't wasn't the series x originally shown at at the Achilles? yeah that's when we saw saw the big spinning monolith we saw the giant refrigerator that one in the we got the our hellblade hellblade first look over there you know yeah a lot of good stuff on there i'm sure we'll get another hellblade look today uh today this year excuse me see and that's the stuff that always ends up being cool and surprising because the that actress i should know her name she won best motion capture or best performance something like that and then she was like out there in her suit where you could see the suit that she had on for her sinuous performance and all that and it was that was really cool good moment look forward to the game awards they are december Drum roll. I don't know. 25th. December 9th. Dates. December 9th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody tried to schedule my TV repair for Thanksgiving. I was like, I don't know about wow. I don't know about that's a good day. Sure, okay, yeah. yeah Come on. Hand, man, hand him some food when he's there. Yeah, grab some food while you're here. Do they like football? <laughs> Probably be football on when they, uh, when they bring the TV back. All right, so these are your Game Award nominees. Uh, the next story is probably not a real story. 
just go through it pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, chalk the Steam Deck up amongst the several delays that are going to go into both 2022 and 2023. Uh, into did... the month of February. <laughs> just, just February. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is February 2022. Yeah, it is. February. That's yeah. our one line. Uh, we're sorry about this. We did our best to work around the global supply chain issues, but due to material shortages, components aren't reaching our manufacturing facilities in time for us to meet our initial launch dates, Valve said in a blog post. So you probably see all of those kind of slip back, depending on when your slot was before. February 2022 is quickly turning into Dead Simulator. Hey, man, everybody wants to release something on 02 2022. So. I could see that. That actually checks out. Yep. Uh, maybe I did open some of these stories. Okay, next up, we alluded to it earlier, the remastered PC, or PC, the remastered GTA trilogy is kind of a nightmare. My, and, my, favorite, my favorite bit is that they uh, they try to bring you back into the fold with the hot coffee thing. They want you back in stores, <laughs> but now adults only in all the, yeah. all the boxes again. So that's the gist of the article is the and hot coffee font. sending them back. <laughs> well, so, it, wasn't, it wasn't even just that, too. It was yeah. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, it's, it's messed up. Watch a bunch of videos out there. I watched Digital Foundry's thing today, and all they did was break down GTA 3, and it was not. There are some weird choices in there where, it, you know, we saw those original trailers and how they looked and all that. And I was down for the style. I, I still think the style is okay, but some of the AI upscaling it did with some of the non main <laughs> oh, characters, they look, they almost look they like look Lego horrible. pieces. Yeah. Their I, hair I, is like this flat. I, I haven't watched gosh, any, the like, dude on the bike. That's like, yeah, <laughs> I, I haven't watched any of like the, you know, the analysis videos on there, but it just seems like I already can tell you if they're converting to unreal engine. So I don't yeah. think that's the original engine originally on there. And no. it wasn't originally done when they were converting these like different ports on like 360 back in the day and stuff like that. I'm sure this is like like the third engine they gone through. These are coming from the port. They're porting to Unreal from the iOS port. There you go, sir. This yeah, is Brent, your definitive edition right Brent here. Brent still has the definitive editions. And that's honestly what the they were recommending. PlayStation 2 releases. I, I still got the PS2 releases on my PS4. So. <laughs> And there's there's weird choices like there's real really weird rain glitches where the oh, rain yeah. is just like super thick where you can't even hardly see and it and it uh, goes if you even if you go under like bridges and uh, <laughs> stuff it's just it's going through things. Yeah. What, what, what's funny is like it makes me do what I do in real life when it rains. I'm like I'm trying to get away from the rain. I can't even play the game in the rain. I'm like, but on the I, game, like whatever design decision they made, it's on you. Like you, it's not a simulated environment or anything. Like it's it's following you. It's literally yeah. on you as you move around. I, I can I can probably tell guarantee what it is is the rain is a foreground thing, and it's set up to be you know whatever you're whatever you're doing right there uh, in the game. You're still running around the regular environment, but for some reason the rain effect is probably in the foreground. Well, everything else you're still doing is in the background. That's why you constantly see it no matter what. And in, even if you go under obstacles, bridges, piers, and things like that, yeah. it's still coming through. Digital Foundry was saying it's it's something like that, but it's like the 3D version of whatever that mm -hmm. 2D veil type thing is. And it's just wild, but it was pulled from PC for, was it 24 hours, 48 hours? Specifically mm, because yeah. the hot coffee minigame got in there. And then other people have been pointing out that the car will grow. Like as you bob and weave <laughs> through the streets on GTA three, the car gets wider, but yeah, that was always there, right? Is, yeah. Huh? That was always there. I remember doing that. It was always too. in there. So yeah. like, how did this come through? How did this particular bug survive all these iterations? And it's just, 
it's kind of a mess. It's a low budget, you know, high expectations. They want to sell a bunch of these things, uh, you know, just trying to turn that around. And it's out there again. We can nitpick all this stuff. Those games are complete. I think nobody's having issues beating them, so you can play all the way through. There's just some weird jank and some weird aesthetics that you'll pop into. But almost all the music's there. It's out for next generation platforms and old platforms. Uh, the one thing I did take away from the Digital Foundry one, Cesar, you might run into this if you play on, on PS5. They're saying download the, the best performing version is the PS4 version of the PS4 Pro version on PS5. So, so pull that one down specifically. Yeah. I, I haven't downloaded it yet. So like I said, I bought the physical copy and it comes out in December. So I'm hoping yeah. some of this shit will be ironed out a little bit next month or so so i mean they, they i don't know this article mentioned that they, but the like the developers have been very quiet outside yeah. of um you know taking down the pc one is the only one they acknowledge so and i know some people have come out there and say like damn they 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 took down cyberpunk 27 for like shitty bugs like this like they haven't taken down uh you know rockstar for this shit you know so these are these are two different animals and yeah I'm, I'm just saying this is what people are saying not me on, so I'm just like, okay, I mean, if you're going to throw out the safety, uh, you know, the quality seal, go for it, you know what I mean? Yeah. No. I, I just don't see them. It's, it seems like a misstep for Rockstar with the the brand recognition that these have. But maybe these games just carry more weight for our generation of gamers. We're going to get with, something in a couple months that they, they released the shit broke. They knew it was broke. Yeah. Probably. That's what's going to happen. A, a Shryer, it, it, it was broke. They should have probably, you know, let it cook a little bit longer. It, yeah, it could have been delayed. And now they'll just be running patches for the next, you know, year and a half. Yeah. I played a little bit of San Andreas on the on Game Pass, and it, it played super smooth. Like, in, it was that mind's eye of, like, okay, this is what a PS2 game looked like. And even the people I was, the, the character models look, I would say, even worse on that one than they do the other two games. And that yeah. was, like, the newer, more advanced, you know, GTA on those platforms. But I didn't run anything game-breaking. I played, like, the first two missions, I think. It was super smooth on the Series X. I thought it looked pretty good. So I, I may tinker around with that a little bit more. I may I may see what kind of patches are going to come down the road for that. Because it's a great... Those those three games are so good, and they're so iconic. And it just... I wish there was a better way to play them. I, it still doesn't seem to be a recommended way to do that. You know, if you have to, go that route. But if not, play the old school ones. Uh, so it's back up. Nothing much really noted on that. We kind of covered everything. Yeah, I think, yeah, the you talked about it was pulled down mainly due to like previously deleted files and things like what they said. Comp- was it a uh, unlicensed music and then the hot coffee thing? And there was some other like developer bought. notes and things that were left in there. And so. I remember taking San Andreas off the shelf and putting that adults only sticker on it and putting it in the back. I should have bought one of those. And I, th- and I think my copy is, but really, yeah. well, what I, what I heard was those retailers y'all had it set up or they had it set up in the system where if somebody brought in a copy of San Andreas and said, Oh, I want to trade this in. If you scanned it and it was that adults only version that you guys wouldn't take it, you wouldn't, you wouldn't take it on trade. It wouldn't accept it for trade-in, but, I mean, if you pop the disc out, you wouldn't know. Yeah. yeah. But that was back in the day when they would penalize you for not having the case and all that. 
Um, what I remember is it, if we tried to sell it, it would, it was a thousand dollars. It was like nine, 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 all the way oh across. My gosh. That's, that's probably why I didn't get one. They, they did that with like, then they started doing that with SKUs that were street dated and stuff. So if you try to ring up one, it's like, sure, I'll sell you a Halo 2, but it's thousands of thousand dollars. <laughs> Good Lord. You want this Halo 2 before November 9th? You're going to have to pony it up. Um, Monday, Xbox had a 20th anniversary stream. It yeah, was they did. 35 minute thing. And it was as a pre- as a game preservationist and historian or whatever I pretend to be and, and enjoy out of this hobby. Uh, it scratched so many itches for me because not only was it a 20th anniversary of the Xbox, which that generation was like the first time I had disposable income. Like I bought the system myself and I, I put down money for new games coming out. That's across the board. PS2, GameCube, uh, tail end of Dreamcast. I started scooping up Dreamcast when it was cheap. But just to think it's been 20 years and it's so crazy to me. And then they really like today's a GameCube 20th anniversary. Y'all, y'all know that. And what did we get from that? Nintendo didn't even recognize it. We got nothing. And here you have the show Monday. Uh, Robbie Bach was out there first. He was a former Xbox executive that retired 10 years ago. And he was talking about trying to make the console, that kind of stuff. And it led into the uh, unveiling of a six-part documentary called Power On, the story of Xbox. And they showed us a trailer, and it's just, I cannot wait for this. I love these type things. I cannot wait to jump into this. And I've got a couple things on the original Xbox. Uh, Dean Takahashi wrote a book on it right after, I guess it was right after it came out. So there's there's great, they did a great job of documenting that stuff. And I cannot wait to see this footage and all, all the stuff they came up with from trying to pitch the console and trying to figure out what it was going to be. And um, I heard this in another conversation. It's not an original thought, but like they were the first, they were the first group that made a console that like pulled the, off off shelf parts it was like hey let's grab this graphics card let's throw this ram in there let's put a hard drive on there you know they were they were off the shelf parts it wasn't like a proprietary it wasn't like a proprietary build of everything like the super nintendo ran its own os and had its own bits and pieces and so it's just there's some fascinating stuff with that launch of the xbox i can't wait for that documentary do y'all have any Go ahead, uh, Just to let you know, uh, Talos Girl's in the chat saying that uh, she had to restart the app because your voice is very robotic. I nope. just told her that your voice is nerfed. So. It's bad. <laughs> it's been like this for weeks. We can't figure it out. The recording sounds fine. Thanks for having us up on Twitch, but you can keep it muted if you want to. Just listen to the <laughs> podcast. The podcast sounds fine. And we had like 53 people listen last week, so numbers are going up. Make the numbers climb. Uh while we're doing the 20th anniversary, do we want to talk about any, do we have any favorite memories of Xbox over 20 years? I mean, I've had y'all over for land parties. That's kind of my, that's kind of my legacy for original Xbox. Yeah. I mean, Halo is always it, man. I I think everybody remembers the first time they, they booted up Halo. Yeah. And definitely, I mean, Xbox kind of changed the game. I mean, obviously there's, there's been, technically online games or downloaded games since the Famicom. But uh, when you look at what Xbox came in, came in and what they did as, as an original console, as a, as a brand new player to the game. Yeah. You know, and it was on the box day one. You didn't uh, dreamcast PS2 GameCube. You had to buy an adapter to get online. Yeah. This thing had ethernet built in. It was right there. Plug in. And 
and then but, the, the the live and then eventually evolving it and uh, the party systems and 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 the chat functionality and everything i mean it took it took how long to to get party systems and uh party chat and things like that for for ps3 sony i mean, so, look, I mean it took we're, sony a while we're using party chat now on, on the nintendo switch finally <laughs> i know nintendo's still yep. out there there are some things that uh they're nowhere close on somehow all these years later 20 years later they're afraid of us cheating on animal crossing so let's hold it back <laughs> Yeah, I have to use a transfer tool to uh, transfer my save over. So. Oh my god! That way they know I'm not uh, manipulating my data. How dare I skip ahead and go back in time? It's all about those bells. Uh, so the documentary series is coming out December 13th, and it didn't look like it was locked behind a paywall. It's going to be on the Roku channel and like two or three other places. So that's pretty cool. You'd be able to watch it anywhere. Um, this all comes from Fanbyte.com, by the way. They sh- they they note that Phil Spencer is wearing a Halo Infinite T-shirt. Uh, next up, this was big news, and it's also y'all saw the sad part of this news. Yeah, I was, yeah. I All right, so seventy more backwards compatible games are coming to Xbox, including the entire Max Payne and Fear series, and Time Splitters Two, which I put some time into, <laughs> and uh, all original Xbox titles, and some 360 games will get frame boost and auto HDR. Yeah, so check like out 30, that list. Thirty-four or thirty-six games that are getting that that frame boost. I tried out Oblivion before and after, and it's like a whole new game. I couldn't believe it. Wow. I was like, holy shit. It is night and day, that change on Oblivion. It it helps Oblivion out tremendously. Um, but the sad part of that, yeah, go look up that list. Cesar uh, Ridge Racer, was it Ridge Racer 6, I think it was the highlight for your list? I've literally put like 10, 15 hours into it already. I love <laughs> yes, excellent. <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> I bought immediately as soon as I was like, how much is this digitally? And I saw it was 10 bucks. I'm like, I'm buying this. I have a physical copy, but I was like, I'm buying digital. I may, ho- I may go have to do it too. I almost bought near for 20. I was like, eh, I might go and sell for less than 20. Um, the only one that, that I got. still hard to find too. Yeah, it's pretty expensive, man. It's like 50 or 60 bucks to use, I think. Um, I mean, that's like the only way you can play the Fear expansions is Fear Files, and that's the only time it's been released on console. If I have Fear 1, 2, and 3 on PS3, and I have all the Fears on 360. But Fear Files is only on 360 on console-wise. Fear I mean, Files? Yeah, and there were expansion points. One was Extraction Point, and the other one was Perseus Mandate. But that wasn't done by the original Monolaw software team. That was done by, like, another team uh, when Vivendi had the publishing rights for it so it's so cool i love when they point out like i think ninja gaiden's on this list right when they point out like hey you can play this whole week we call them dedicated yakuza boxes and crap like that and you know it's cool when they, you have an entire franchise that you can play on this one box you have a device that does yeah. yakuza it does max Payne. it does uh otagi from from software for xbox <laughs> out of the blue i was yeah, awesome. I, I was laughing at the togi because i was like one of my friends i haven't met since college that was the first thing he fired up he's already like six hours deep into a togi when i looked at what oh, he was God. playing <laughs> so like, like, i was like damn he's the only person to see my friends was playing a togi he's in he's going in that's awesome he's like he probably like finally my time has come a togi and just put it in there uh but they did announce because this is our first round after two years and we talked about on this podcast yeah. when they when they cut that when they stopped doing that but that this is the end of them no more backwards compatible titles which yeah <laughs> wah, wah. Uh, there was a follow-up interview, but I didn't put this in news, but there was a follow-up interview later on this week. It might have been today, actually. But Phil Spencer was kind of arguing for a game preservation where he said, you know, emulators should be getting better and better. If you have something from 
uh, years ago, you should be you should still have a way to play it without having a device that's unsupported. So he's pro emulation. Maybe we see something like that down the road. I just really like popping in those discs and seeing that yeah. install spin up, and it's just like, oh god, Time Splitters two. This will take up two point three gigabytes on your hard drive. I'm like, I can spare it. Let's go. <laughs> this is a classic. Yeah, I wouldn't even mind if they came out and say, all right, you know. Uh, the emulation thing to play Xbox games or all 360 games is you got to pay 50 bucks. I don't mind paying 50 bucks. No, paying and, money and, for them yeah. to develop a, an emulator runs everything off of this. So sure. And somewhat compatibility, like you're gonna have some hits and misses, kind of like 360 backwards compatibility, right? With the yeah. when you had the original Xbox, you have weird waterfall effects and stuff like that, but you yeah. could play the game. You could you could go all the way through the game. So I don't want it to be the end of it. It sounds like it is. Maybe they're going to come out later and have a new branding for it or some kind of legacy thing or, I think or they, they lean s- into the emulation like Cesar said. They, they said that they've hit the point now is licensing. And, they can't license anymore. Yeah, it's, it's licensing and, like you said, technical issues on trying to get stuff to work on the hardware. Not every game works on the you know, current-gen hardware. Yeah. It's all it's all like the trouble, the trouble issues. And all uh, that can change if, you know, like, you know, people like other studios buy other studios, kind of like how we got the revival of Double yeah. Dragon and other stuff in the past, and now we're getting like re-releases of all those games. So that can change if somebody goes in there and buys yeah. somebody and they have access to a back catalog. Because what's so. disappeared now might not be off the table in six months. There might be some shuffling and rearranging. Or look at all these cotton games we're getting all of a sudden. I think yeah. that's a good example. I'm buying every version of cotton. It's crazy. Yeah, I got, like, so, so got a whole dedicated <laughs> section of cotton. I should open up a GameStop of cotton. That's so. my cotton shelf. Um, another big addition personally for me was the outfit. That was one of my first 360 games, and I got big into the outfit. That was a lot of fun with taking down bases, and it scratched that Battlefront itch that I still got the faceplate. Yep, I, I do have the outfit. <laughs> it's a good game. Like I one like of the, the first outfit. ones, right? It was a THQ game. A lot of those THQ yep. games, uh, after they got bought up, got a lot of those THQ games. So. Relic, Relic developed, and they were like PC people. Uh, what's up next? Uh, a weird advertisement for Netflix movie Red Notice. There was a lot of Dwayne Johnson stuff. He announced a Halo. They didn't put that in this news story. He announced a Halo. He announced an Xbox like online museum type thing that you can go mm-hmm. through. The the way it looked like, and I think the best analogy is for those who've played Astro's Playroom. What is that PS5 pack in? I don't know. They keep changing yeah. the Playhouse. Yeah, playroom. it's an Astro play- Astro's Playroom. I get the, I I get the Pee Wee Herman name in there stuck in there sometimes. <laughs> uh, Astro's Pee Wee's Playroom Playhouse. Yeah. No, that's that was Astrobot Rescue Mission. Was and then the, the what was, what the, was the one where the Astrobot got on the bike and was going across the trying to find his bike? What was that one? It's back in the Is that Pee Wee Herman or is that Astrobot? I can't. I get those confused all the time. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Oh, so it reminded me, the online museum kind of reminded me of the the fan service that that Astro pack-in for PS5 was, where you unlocked, you know, look, go look at a full-scale PS2 and hit the power yeah. button, and I haven't it's checked Astro's out this. Playroom. Astro's sure. Playroom. Yeah. What was the PS4 launch title? Astro something? Playhouse. Okay, Brant, launch Great for adventure. PS4. When people got this, because it would show your living room and you could broadcast to Twitch, people were just naked on the, that's immediately what they did I on launch I literally day. saw porn on there. Like people yes. were doing it on the couch. And I was they like, would, what the would, hell? They would boot that thing up and go to, because that's when the Twitch button was like baked into the PlayStation yeah. and Xbox at launch. Oh, you're and they talking had the about camera. like the... Um, was it Rec Room? Yeah. That's it, like was, the, it was like Astro's first appearance. It was yeah. the first time that thing was, that robot Gosh, was out. was that thing? Uh, VR chat. <laughs> Basically. Basically. 
Or uh, Uno chat from 316. Oh, no. More great Xbox memories. Oh, God, it's like chat roulette. You just get dongs in your face. <laughs> Ooh. Uno dongs with friends. Uh, Halo Infinite talk. There was a symphony playing some Halo music. I thought we were going to get like a concert series announced or a CD or something. I was down for this. Uh, we did not get any of that. Oh, uh, that was pretty cool. They were in Australia and they were noting that it was on like indigenous ground or something. And I was, I thought it was a pretty cool um, reference and, and shout out that they did. And they had a guy playing the didgeridoo. Is that the name yeah. of the instrument? Mm-hmm. That was that was cool as shit. And they, it's in the it's in the soundtrack. It's in the music. You can hear it. It's really good. Uh, they showed off a little clip from the Halo live action series coming to Paramount Plus next year. I feel like we've been seeing Halo footage of TV properties for years now, and never when they're like a Spielberg one at one point. And this is still the produced Spielberg one, I believe. Uh, video game publishers, blah blah blah. And then the the big drop right at the end was uh, Joseph Staten was out there with the 343 Industries team. And they announced that Halo Infinite uh, beta was out and progress would carry over to the main game and get get started and all that. And I know myself and many people who listen to this and I think at least Cesar immediately tried to download and were met with a famous Windows blue screen <laughs> as they had not rolled everything out yet. Am I frozen? I thought I was frozen. Mm-hmm. Nope, no, I'm not. Y'all were just on your, just on even you. thought. Uh, so those were your biggest announcements from the Xbox 20th anniversary. Uh, they, you know, of course, they showed off the console that celebrates it and the new controller and that kind of stuff. And I also jumped and got the new controller. We'll talk about that later on, though. Well done. Finally, uh, it was cool stuff. I thought it was a great stream. Yeah, and it was. It was. It was just a celebration. That's those are always fun. It was. It was a good time. No fluff. Next up. Nintendo partners with Panda Global for Super Smash Brothers Melee and Ultimate Events. This comes from Mike Minotti at Games Beat at Venture Beat. And basically, there's been a long history of Nintendo, like, they, did they do takedowns or they banned people from hosting yeah. Melee tournaments or adding them to Evo? And st- I think Evo figured it out, right? Didn't they start adding Melee back? But it was after a bunch of backlash. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so they've announced, um, Nintendo announced today a partnership with competitive gaming organization Panda Global to create esports events for Super Smash Bros. Melee and Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Um, Melee refuses to die. I think that's a big part of the story, and also Nintendo is embracing it. Like, sure, let's let's whip that one back out. People want it, and people still play it, so... And we'll we're still got the damn GameCube controller for every Smash Bros. because people won't let it go for Melee. <laughs> It's the My Smash Bros. controller. Yeah, gotta have it. I think those are this deal will take place next year. Yeah, this new series of tournaments will take place in North America and start in 2022. Hopefully, we will have no COVID or way less COVID restrictions at that point because we will not be spreading it amongst each other at that point. That'd be wonderful, and we can go back to being in big gamer crowds full of body <laughs> odor and oh, the, the hum of CRTs. <laughs> We could just bask in the the glory of our community as as we <laughs> hand out stickers with the No Podcast logo on, <laughs> and wonder if not that we're overdressed, but if we're too bathed. I'm it's generalizing, of course, but anybody who's get, been to a convention knows what's up with the the ambiance of the yeah, uh, with a constant <laughs> crop, crop dusting everywhere we go. <laughs> 
the little little bad smells as you walk around. It's not bad enough, but you just give them like whiffs of it. So. so we, you know, we haven't been to a PAX or an E3 or anything like that. But Cesar and I went to DreamHack that year and had a absolute blast. I had so much fun with that, and that was with Halo Five competitive stuff. So it'd be a lot of fun to watch competitive, real competitive Halo Infinite now. I think that'd be pretty cool. They were pushing the hell out of five, and now it's just it's Master Chief Collection, right? Yeah. What's that yeah, been? That, that's, two or three years ago? That's where we tried Reach Out, right? Was, was that or the Halo thing we tried Reach Out? I can't Yeah, we played Reach on PC like a year before it came out. Oh, that was the Halo. No, we, we played it at both. We played it at both, like different builds, because they were like six months apart from each other. All right, look forward to Melee tournaments and sweaty people. Uh, speaking of Smash Brothers, Brent, tell me <laughs> about them cartoon smashes. Yes. So, so this was a... Um... A rumor going around about like a, I think it was like two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago. There was some kind of rumor floating around and some screenshots that got taken down of this weird game supposedly being developed by Warner Brothers, um, where all sorts of characters from their properties, such as Shaggy from Scooby Doo and, um, <laughs> voiced by Matthew Lillard. Yeah, and uh, Bugs Bunny. And um, some of the Adventure Time characters and stuff, all all being in a fighting game, like a platform fighter, and uh, it it just sounded too crazy to be an actual thing. Uh, and then the the, uh, the the screenshots and and things started going up of the character selections, and it started getting taken down by Warner brothers. So people started thinking, eh, is there some le- legitimacy to this? And right, man, sure enough, sure enough today, they, uh, actually posted the video showing off what this is. So it's their multiverses free to play. Um, smash brothers, like platform fighter deal Platform fighter. Uh, and of course, like I said, they have all sorts of characters from, all over the WB um, Spider-Verse. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, so you have like Batman, <laughs> Superman, Wonder Woman, Bugs Bunny, uh, the, all the Jake. ones, all the all the normal ones I think of I think of Fighter Verse. Yeah. <laughs> Finn and Jake from Adventure Time, Bugs Bunny, uh Arya Star. Yeah, did y'all watch uh, this trailer? No. I did. All right, I laughed my ass off. Uh, Shaggy had some like super powered move thing, and yeah. Superman was coming at him, and Shaggy just slugged the shit out of Superman <laughs> with flying off. I was like, "What the fuck?" Oh, the, the super instinct, uh, Shaggy. Yep, yeah, Shaggy beat Superman. It's confirmed. <laughs> Clubbed the shit out of him. So uh, they they did say that this is going to be a little bit different. You can do the standard, um, I guess, where everybody's kind of on their own. Mm-hmm. But the the main thing with this one is you could basically they only ever showed it like groups of two and like two v two co op type two v two yeah is what I saw so it would be four players but it's basically two v two and you can use each other's skills and moves um, to benefit each other so like they showed like somebody falling off the ledge but some their uh, partner is Wonder Woman being able to lasso them back up. Uh, Bugs Bunny digging a hole on a one hole side, yeah, one side of the map, and then them. coming up in the other, and the yeah, their partner could use the same hole and things like that. So they wanted it to be 
kind of this cooperative thing to differentiate from a, a lot of the other platform fighters. Um, it seemed like they, they're leaning into like, hey, Brant, do you want to do duos on multiverse? You, mm-hmm. Or do you want to do, you know, quads or something like that? It seems like they're leaning into that that free-to-play and group-based gameplay that people are just, they're jumping on for a couple quick matches of a certain type, you know, where where you do do duos like that. Yeah. And they, they did say that they're striving for this to be um, the definitive kind of fighting experience where um, you don't have those disconnects, you don't have the input lag, you, you know, and they continuously want to keep offering uh, more characters, more customization. So they, I mean, they showed off a little from the fighter verse. Bit of the, yeah, a little bit of like the uh, uh, the the costumes and, and different stuff you can do with the characters. They did announce that a lot of the characters, I guess, um, actually have the the known voice talent behind them. Uh, there was a few that like are just new voice talent but a lot of a lot of the big ones uh are in there so like just for yeah. instance uh already my favorite uh for Batman they have Kevin Conroy who has voiced Batman in the animated series in several video games and to me is my definitive Batman Batman voice actor that's your so, Batman oh yeah i wonder if they'll have Mark Hamill for Joker oh they better I already know if they ask him, it's going to be yes. Because if he'll do it, he I've loves that role, right? Besides that, I've seen an interview, and he his first thing is is Kevin is Kevin on there? Okay, I'm in. So ah. he's, him and him him and Conroy are like that. Yeah, that's awesome. So, and he does he does a marvelous Joker. He does. He really does. I, I remember in Arkham Arkham Asylum. Uh, so this is free to play. It's cross platform. Your progress carries mm-hmm. across. It seems to be pretty advanced and 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 well set up. You know, this doesn't seem to be like a cash grab or anything. Yeah, unlike the, I still haven't played it, but the much more broken, sporadic uh, Nickelodeon All Stars kind of deal. Uh, I just got it. Which, it dropped to twenty bucks, and I got it. Uh, I've been Has thinking about it? it. I've been thinking about it. I've oh, seen stuff. I bought it on PS4, so. I've I've seen some stuff. Uh, I wish it was cross-platform because I, I've I've talked to somebody else, uh, somebody who actually we we played uh, Halo with. Uh, okay. Friend, friend of the show. Uh, friend of the show, Austin. Um, and he that's what was his big t- tie-up. He's like, I don't know what to get it for because it's not cross-platform, and I don't you know I don't know if I want to get it for this system and then somebody want to play yeah. on this system so. I'll give you a because we're gonna try it. I got the Switch one because I got it for two people who may or may not be getting a Switch before too long, mm. and uh, they found it before I had a chance Ooh. to. <laughs> so it's Oops. like, hey, I guess I guess yep. we're gonna try this out now. So I, I might be able to give you some feedback on that and see how <laughs> see how it looks. When when it I looked, it seems like it's very easy to to spam certain moves over yeah. and over and over and just yeah, it it not. looks it looks like. It could be a lot of fun, but it could also be very, very aggravating. Yeah, it it's not the depth of Smash Brothers. I don't think anybody needs to go into that looking for it. But I think they'll pick these properties that they like and enjoy it. And then that might segue into, hey, this this one's pretty good. And it's got Princess Peach and Donkey Kong. <laughs> so we may get to that, too. 
that is the game's called Multiverse. I don't know if we ever said that. Multi Multiverses. No, multi, Multiverses. Uh Cesar coined uh Fighterverse. Fighterverse. <laughs> Multiverses. Uh 2022. What month, Cesar? Uh February, right? It's always probably February. It's probably yeah, coming in February. It's always February. Oh, the trailer's playing. It was actually a really well done trailer too. They you know, like I said, it sounds yeah. like they got their stuff together and they're they're putting rollback net code and there's things in there that people are going to want to look for and check off a list. Like, is this serious? So I wish I'm I wish uh, nothing but luck for another competitor in the fighter space, fighter platform fighter space. Besides Smash, Kung Fu Heroes on Smash Xbox. Brother, uh, Smash Brother verse. Yeah. Smash Brother first. It's funny. Sakurai finally finishes up Smash Brothers and now everybody else is like, all right, it's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's helping them. He's uh, subcontracting for those for everybody else. Nintendo let him let him out of the, his cell, and now he's he's jumped in other people's cells. <laughs> he's free. Lock him up. <laughs> make him make a platform fighter for us. Are there any other good universes that would make good platform fighters? Could we get a? Oh gosh, I still want Sony to take another crack at the uh, PlayStation. Uh, I was All-Stars. about to say we already have the definitive. Uh, PlayStation have, All-Stars Battle Royale. I mean, it takes that type of... Yeah. yeah. It takes that type of media property, I guess, like a PlayStation or a WB or somebody like that to to do something like that, right? Well, I mean, a, honestly... NFL, what about an NFL platform? <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people talk, talk about how bad PlayStation All-Stars was. Uh, I actually, I, I liked it a good bit. It definitely had its faults, but when uh, when those leaked images and things came out of the the things that never never came to fruition, and like Crash Bandicoot was rumored to maybe be there, but one of the big ones was they were gonna add uh, freaking darts from Legends of Dragoon. Legend of Dragoon. Brent was heartbroken. He never got the full expansion oh. he wanted. Yep. All right. Last but not least, let's do an update on. I feel like we've been talking about this for months, but I think yeah. shit's finally hit the. Sporadic. Yeah. Uh, we're, of course, talking about Activision Blizzard. And is there a good summary in here? This is from The Verge. More and more reporting has come out from this, this story, which was, of course, sexual harassment, sexual assault, gender discrimination. Uh, and this has been building for months and months and months and months. And they've had pressure applied to them. And was it the state of California was coming after them for like the actual state? It wasn't just, you know, employee Brant McKee has filed this. It was yeah. the state was looking into these allegations and, and starting an investigation. Uh, and as new reporting indicates, and in contrast to past company statements, CEO Bobby Kotick was aware of many incidents of sexual harassment, sexual assault, and gender discrimination. Activision Blizzard wrote the SOC Investment Group, um, which works on behalf of union pension funds invested in Activision Blizzard and other companies. We therefore call on Mr. Kotick to resign as CEO of the company. Um, I think since then, these are the shareholders that are issuing this letter. Uh, there was a Wall Street Journal report. In summary, The Verge says uh, that Kotick not only knew about numerous cases of sexual harassment at the company, but worked to cover them up. Like there was a famous letter that, I guess it's infamous, that a, I believe is a PR employee supposedly wrote, and it was him who shadow wrote it and was trying to quell uh, people discussing the issue. 
under the Activision Blizzard umbrella. Uh, the follow-up to that was in the aftermath of the report, Activision Blizzard's in- employees staged a walkout their second four months in protest of his alleged participation and enabling that saw the company sued by the EEOC, the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, and its own employees in 2021. After the news of the lawsuits broke in July, Kotick repeatedly expressed commitments to change, saying the company would implement a zero-tolerance policy and he would reduce his salary to the lowest allowed by California law. That was like a month after he received a $23 million bonus on top of his other normal salary. It's just, it's it's worse and worse and worse. And he, so I guess the overall summary, uh, the eye has been on him for not taking the proper steps in his company. And now the eye is on him because not only did he fail to do that, he is apparently also very much part of the issue. Mm. And I think it's coming to a head. Uh, we'll probably, hopefully, wrap up some of this next week. But you've had the head of PlayStation, Jim Ryan, who doesn't play old games. And you have uh, the head Phil of Spencer. Xbox, Phil Spencer. They're both publicly saying this guy has got to go. And that's that's two of your biggest partners that are, I think Phil Spencer said it, you know, he's going to have to look at the the relationship, look at their between, relationship yeah. between Xbox and Activision Blizzard, and they do not want to not have Xbox as a vessel for their Call of Duty machine and uh, Diablo machines and everything else. So there's a lot to unpack. There's lots of research out there. Go read up on the stories if this is something that interests you or you want to know more or you want to follow up or support those who are uh, staging walkouts or you want to write letters or I think there's an open letter for calling for resignation that's collecting signatures. Yeah. So I know that's over a, a thousand to... employees have already signed a petition. Yeah. And it's hard. And as these things come up in the, in the game industry, and I hope it's less instances of these overall, but it's, it's a tough conversation in that, you know, how do you, how do you vote as a consumer? Cesar always says vote with your wallet, right? That's usually, that's usually our go-to on things. But then you're not hurting these this guy at the top of the pyramid who's raking in dough and and it doesn't matter if uh, if a game is review bombed because people were trying to protest that way or if sales bomb, you know, it's the developer that's hurt. It's the people that are filing these complaints and the ones that are in the, the workplace that's not a fit workplace and they're being harassed and things like that. So I, I don't have the answer. I don't think any of us have the answer, but there's there's good resources out there for you to to re to research that and look at you know outside of just saying i'm not going to buy one of their products there's there's more pieces to the puzzle and, and ways you can contribute so i think we've made it through that okay yeah and i don't even think i i don't because it, it was a couple weeks ago i don't even know if i if we talked about it but um remember vicarious visions was was pulled from everything they were doing to help, um, what was it? What did they put um, them on? I remember seeing that story, but I they were what they, they were pulled on. to help help with a, a different game, and I I can't remember if it was, was um, it Warcraft stuff they were helping. I, I was on? yeah, I was about to say I think it was Warcraft, and they were told uh, in a meeting, uh, kind of just offhand, it like it like it didn't even matter um, that they're no longer Vicarious Visions at all. They're just they're now your your Activision whatever you know you're not they got, even they got absorbed into Blizzard yeah 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 you're Blizzard so they they, they no compl- longer have their identity and they had just recarved out another identity yeah Vicarious Visions had 
you know, all that work and everything they did with uh, the Crash Bandicoot trilogy, the uh, Tony Hawk 1 and 2, and everything they were doing, working really hard, and then they just got dissolved and and put in a blizzard. And now, of course, they're going to be wrapped up in all this mess because... Like you said, it seems like all every all those games, all those developers, it's just it's suffering because of all this. Things are being halted, and uh, I know nobody's really talking about the Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty Vanguard, and one, and, and it seems like just, sales are down. Yeah, Battlefield just unveiled their roadmap to like fix the game. It's like a three month plan to fix Battlefield. It's like what is happening? Yeah. Battlefield's not not great. We've got Halo though. It rises to the top, right? Yep. Am I recording this? Oh my god. Yeah, we're good. Whew. I was going to say it says record. It says uh, recording up in the top corner. I just panicked because we cannot pull down that YouTube <laughs> YouTube footage is unusable as a recording. It's a robot. All right, we got through that one. Sucks. Some people are monsters, and it just our industry is so full of great people, and it's it's people like this at the top that we have to we have to have these discussions with yeah. where people are being mismanaged and abused and just sucks. It's games. We're making games, and I know it's just a business. Like Cesar reminds us, these are brands making. They're making money. They're out to make money. It, the anniversary event. It's it's, it's to inspire you to buy more of their products, <laughs> as hey, well, well as. Ref- reflect well he seems a little reluctant but i mean i don't think it's a question of uh if he's gonna leave it's it's when i mean and it's gonna be very soon he's gonna be he's gonna be pushed out he's had backing from the board that was i didn't bring that up in the but that's part of the yeah issue is that the board of activision blizzard is like all support behind him and they're just i mean they make money when he makes money so it's rotten all around he's got he's got to go He's got to yep. go. It starts at the top. All right, let's discuss some games. Uh, we were talking about... I'll get us kicked off. Uh, we were talking about all the 20th anniversary Xbox stuff, and I think we all, for our video listeners, or our audio listeners, we all bought this controller. Did you guys see the Easter egg? Mm-hmm. Have y'all heard about it? I the haven't. Phil Spencer oh. signature? What is? see if this works. It might not work with my monitor on. Oh, it's going to fucking work. All right, Brent, you didn't throw away your box, did you? No, it's sitting right up here. Well, that makes for good TV. Oh, Lord. All right, so TV. if you shine a black light on the box, can you make it out at all? Does it work? Oh, I can kind of see. I kind of saw something for a second. Well, Brent, you can do it with yours. I don't know if I have a black Where's light. Right? Oh, Why you oh, got a black light, bro? I'm uh, looking for cat pee, man. You got cat? <laughs> All right, there you yeah, can make my out cats the top are good. They don't piss everywhere. All right, you see in the middle, in the top corner? Okay. Uh, it kind of faded for me. Oh, wait. See the bottom? All right, so if you take a black light to the, the front of this Xbox 20th anniversary uh, controller box, there the Duke, uh-huh. the original Duke controller is is in the background of it. I just thought that was cool as shit. <laughs> I, I wonder awesome. if there's anything with the uh, with the headset one. Has anybody said anything about that? I don't know. I 
I'm not happy not with, with that. that wireless headset I got, so I'm not keen on trying to investigate what's on that other one. Oh, that's a wired headset, so. Might be better luck. Uh, this also came in since the last time we recorded. I know uh, Brant got one, too, at least. Uh, Cesar, you probably picked one up as well, The Legend of Zelda Game & Watch. I did, yes. And one of my favorite games of all time. My very first video game ever, as longtime listeners will know. All Seas Monochrome, yes. <laughs> all Seas Monochrome. That is, of course, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. It presented in all of its glory. And this is the perfect way to play this game. <laughs> so awesome. Uh, this device, when you fire it up and you get that Zelda image, uh, I think it's from the first one. And it's so bright and colorful in the background. And then, have y'all seen when you have yeah. the Game & Watch powered on, the Triforce lights up on the backside? That was the coolest thing is, you know, I'm sitting, I'm, I, I unwrapped it, I turned it on. You get that, and immediately my son was sitting over next uh, or across from me, and he goes, oh, the back, look at the back. And yeah, it was the Triforce, it was lit up, and it's 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 a neat little thing. They do such a good job with these, and I love my Mario Brothers one. I want Mega Man, I want Metroid, I want Castlevania. Imagine a Castlevania game to watch with three Castlevania 1, 2, and 3 on there. And maybe those Game Boy ones. Oops, that's our singing the, the death song. Uh, so I'm on the third dungeon, I think, of Link's Awakening. It's it's one of my favorite games ever, so I can just pick it up. And I know where to go. I know where the items are. I know when to pick up the when you start the trade quest and what needs to go where. And so it's just I'm just kind of plugging away at it. Um, there's a couple of people that I keep up with on Twitter and we're almost game clubbing it. I know. Don't be mad at me because I don't game club with y'all, but <laughs> we're almost like sharing because they'll share screenshots and it's, and I I messaged them this morning like where are you guys at and everybody sent back where they were and it was just a you know a fun community type thing they're they're mm-hmm. like a retro community and one of one of the guys is big into CRTs that's kind of how I hit it off with him and was chatting with him about it so um, actually on Twitter if you look at the CRT bot one of our pictures from the Halo Land party got like last time I looked at it, it was like eight thousand. Uh, likes and the official Xbox account uh, said something to him said just like the old days or something like that and so that was that was a pretty cool nod to our last setup for our land party uh, the other game I've been playing before we dive into the Halo Infinite stuff um, my family got Mario Party Superstars and we'd figure we'd try this out kind of see how it's going and all of us had so much fun with this game we did uh, 10 rounds, which is the lowest you can go, and we did a, the normal, the first board. So it's myself, the missus, and two kids. And I, there's a handicap, so when you when you first set it up, there's a handicap that you can give. So if you're playing with somebody less experienced or whatever, you can give them stars to start the game. And I was like, I don't think we need to do that. Let's see, you know, Mario Party's crazy. Let's see what happens. And uh, we're going through, we're trying out the mini game. We're all learning how to play Mario Party, basically, and see how the you know, how the board works and which way the stars are going to turn and just the normal hijinks that happen with Mario. I don't think there's a good way to play Mario Party because I was the best player all the way through the game and did not win. So that's it's almost like Mario Kart. You can get blue shelled at the end. But we just had so much fun. And it's been a while since I got into a Mario Party and it's probably the fourth one on GameCube. And you would have to load into the practice rounds, right? But you just do it right on the screen on the board when you're playing this one. Like when when it tells you what game is coming up, what mini game, you can practice it right there on that screen. You don't have to load into some like separate practice round. So I don't know if that's a new feature or not, but we really enjoyed it because we all could get the hang of it. And 
you know, if one of the kids didn't know what the controls was, it's like, okay, you know, this is what you do, move the stick this way, or, or all you're hitting is A. So most of those, you're just hitting A on the, you know, to, to do whatever, to jump from a leaf or whatever you're doing. And they got the hang of it, and it was, they were all, they were always competitive. It was always a competitive round of whatever mini game it was. And then, you know, when Bowser would pop up and steal people's coins, they'd be holler, we'd all be hollering and screaming, and uh, the star would flip-flop. Nobody, one person got a star, uh, that actually reached the star because we always hit the event thing and it would flip to the other side where nobody was at. And it was just, it was nonstop hijinks. Um, I like the little touches. Like it's telling you a story of the Yoshis on the first island that you're on. And the story that it's telling you are like N64 screenshots of that first Mario party. And then uh, it's a collection of old boards and games. So in the top right, when you when you have a mini game that you have to play, It'll tell you what system it was on. It'll have a little picture of the system, and it'll have the game art, like the box art. Not the box art, but the like the title script next to it. So, like, uh, one was a Wii U. They picked a white Wii U for some reason, the 8-gig one that nobody... Well, nobody bought the Wii U. Owned. <laughs> nobody bought the white <laughs> one. So they had that, and then they had Mario Party 10 next to it. And so I was like, okay, that's that's from this that's, one. Uh, sir, you cracked the code. That's the one that doesn't break is the white one because nobody owned it. That might be it. It's got the least amount of hours. It's got zero. Yeah, yeah every white one you find has got zero hours. Um, we had so much fun with it. Uh, my youngest child was losing the whole way through. Um, they got the most coins stolen from them. Uh, they lost the most, like, 3v1 competitions somehow, all this kind of stuff. And they weren't, they weren't upset, but, you know, because we were laughing and joking all the way through. But they don't want to look up and see they're in fourth place because it keeps track of you as you go. They got two of the special stars at the end. They're the one that got around to unlock the actual star, and they came in first. And it's like this is out of nowhere, and it was this big celebratory thing in our as we did were they playing, get predicted like, to win? What was that? Did they get predicted to win? I was predicted to win. <laughs> They're like, Dad, it's gonna be you. Look, you're winning the games, Dad. It's gonna be me. <laughs> well, you, well, I mean, I never like got Toad, a star. Toad and uh, who is it? Come in, and they're like right before it's the end of the game, like at the halfway point. And they're like, yeah. oh, we predict so-and-so to win. And Yeah, yeah it was the predictor. And it was me. Yeah. And I, was, I was Luigi. Yep, I was Luigi. And, it, and it you got shafted. Through. Oh, man, it was just so it's so <laughs> funny because I'm reading the screen to him as, as uh, who is it? Is Toad running the show or, or a Lakitu? Uh, I think, yeah, Toad Toad runs it. I'm reading it to him. And then uh, the youngest. Are you doing it in Toad's voice? <laughs> no, I wasn't. I should have. That, yeah. I'll try that oh, next gosh. time. Oh, gosh. But they, they've been asking to play it almost every day since then. So, And that was just, I think that was Monday night. So it wasn't that too awfully long ago. So we're going to have to get back into it. It's uh, We've created a Mario Party family. And this is a good one. Like I've read oh, reviews yeah. and watched some videos of some other ones where you jump in the vehicles and you just, there's all these gimmicks and stuff. This is just Mario Party. This is it, this is the one you've been playing, right, Brent? Yeah, well, I, we actually played Sunday. We did the exact oh. same map and everything. Yeah, and we, we need take, to do the online because you could. Yeah. I heard you could pause the online. Yeah, like if you don't finish a round, you just pause it and come back to it when everybody else can. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's life cool. improvements. What do y'all think, Brant? Is it a is it a hit? Is it oh, a hit yeah. household. It's yeah. really good. My son wound up winning, and like I was so ticked on that on that map because I was like, uh, hopefully at the end I'll get like a couple of those superstars. Yeah. Uh, and they only did like two bonus stars on that stage. They're like, oh, this star and then uh, this star up oh, end of the game. I'm like, <laughs> there's usually like 
three or four of those extra stars yep. they're throwing around. They give away two on ours, but, and, the, and the baby got both of them. Yeah, but that's that's the thing is I think it's because it's the the beginner stage basically. Yeah. And the last time we played, we played on the hardest stage. Ah. Um, the other thing I like is when you, you can turn off those, you can turn off those bonus stars if you yeah. just don't absolutely like those. But I, I, it's Mario Party to me, yeah. so it's, it's it adds. It does. Uh, but like you're saying, that those options are are awesome, and I like the fact that you can, uh, right before you go in, you can choose what kind of mini games you want, and if you want, you know, all of them, or you only want GameCube mini games or uh ones that were on the n64 or i did see that yeah and so i mean there's been a couple of times that i'm like let's only play the the n64 games or you know let's go for gamecube you know stuff like that so because you may have you may have nostalgia across different like Mm -hmm. me and russell played the 64 ones and then my cousin joined us when we had a gamecube so he might be more inclined to play the gamecube ones and Mm -hmm. really get a kick out of those and or you may really like really really love some of the crazy mini games that were on like the the Wii Wii part yep. Mario Party one. So <laughs> you can you can and you can yeah you can say exactly which one uh, which system you want to go for, or you can just say all and it'll throw you a random mix. So that's what we did. That's what we ended up doing just to to see what was on there. Did y'all have any favorite uh, mini games or anything? Is there anything that sticks out? Gosh, no. The 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 one that uh was was interesting though was the um there's a game where everybody lines up in a row and you all take turns like running up onto this platform and pushing like these levers down and there's a giant bowser head behind you and so uh you got four Mm -hmm. people and there's i want to say six levers or five levers and so everybody takes a turn running up there and pushing a lever. And every time you push a lever, you, the character turns around and looks at the Bowser head. And he's either going to just like puff out some some smoke or he's going to sit there for a minute. And then a counter is going to start going like three, two, one, <laughs> and it explodes and your character flies off the screen. So uh... it, would, it would, you know, it was always that one was like, oh, because they're all different colors. And you're like, which color am I going to pick now? Which, yeah. And then you. You sit there, and then if it takes a little Those bit longer, you're like, nope, I'm dead, I'm dead, I'm dead. Yep. And then it starts counting down. And yeah, it's we, it's always, it's crazy, man. It's always fun, though. This one our, is good. It's it's awesome. Our two highlights, uh, we had one where Chain Chomp is, like, coming down an alleyway towards you. <laughs> and you don't know how fast he's going to go, and yeah. he's, like, busting down trash cans and stuff. And it's always a different rate that he comes at you. And all you're doing is your character's facing the camera, and he's coming towards you, like, Crash Bandicoot style. You have to hit a button to turn around and show the flashlight. And when you show a flashlight, he stops. But you want the per- you want to get the chain shop as close as possible to you before you hit that flashlight and stop him. And then that's how they award the winner. And the baby was just afraid every time. Like as soon as we got in the game, uh, they were hitting the they were hitting the flashlights. <laughs> and he's like, chain shop's way back. Yeah. And then we we uh, had that one the first time we played, and I, I uh, it was right there, and it like. I'm like, okay, now, and immediately yeah. I'm turned around and it gets me. Because sometimes so. he'll stop. He'll sometimes yeah. he'll stop super close, and then sometimes you just get bowled over. Like we practiced that one a couple times, and then the other one that everyone loved. Uh, you're on a you're on an island. You're on like a a circular island type thing, and you're rolling up snowballs. And the bigger the snowball is, you could push somebody over and push somebody <laughs> off. And 
just it was nonstop hijinks with that one because you had to you had to stand there and build up your snowball and then you had to push it and as you push it it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and <laughs> knock people off with it and so three of us were just like up at the top going at each other the baby's down in in the in the corner or the, in the bottom part of the circle just like rolling around rolling around rolling around and then just came and wiped out all of us like that was their strategy the whole time <laughs> how did you do that how did you know to do that and it was man, we had so much fun. We're we're gonna do it again. So Beautiful over game two plays super well. In between Halo and over the holiday, if we could take take a minute and try and fix your fix the uh, the audio issue yeah. and then stream that. I think that's a good idea. That'd be a fun ass stream. At least we're using OBS and not the fake uh, streaming software out there. Yeah, the streamlines OBS. Fuck them. Streamlines <laughs> OBS. Yeah, yeah, I see it now. My Skype window's lit up like I'm talking nonstop. You're talking nonstop. I know, right? Time <laughs> to hear somebody else. Uh, is that it for me? Mario Party, Zelda Game and Watch. Uh, has, have y'all been out and about and seen the Zelda Game and Watches places? No, I, no, I haven't seen them anywhere yet. Unless okay. they put them in a Kroger or in a grocery store, I don't. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I saw one in Target. Out. I had to. I had to pop in in Target and grab something, and I saw like five of them in Target. So hopefully these things are easy to get a hold of, just like the Mario Brothers Brothers ones were and still are. So they're really cool. Definitely go grab one. Except uh, for me, I played a little Oblivion with that frame rate boost, and I played a little bit of Time Splitters, and it it fires up. It goes in four by three. I I want to try a game that has a widescreen option just to see. If it like natively picks that, I would assume it would, but it'd be cool to have a choice either way. But Time Splitters 2 put me straight into uh, 4x3, and I played like that first that first level. But that's about it. Whatever you guys got. Uh, I guess we'll just wait for Brandon to talk about Halo Infinite. <laughs> yes, our love, yeah, our love of Halo Infinite. Uh, outside of Halo Infinite, I think the only other game I've been playing is I've been playing uh, Shin Megami Tensei 5. I think uh, I like five hours into it. How um, is that? I mean, it's it's pretty good. It's it's probably one of the better Tensei games I've played before. Uh, it's got that 3 remaster. Am I okay trying that one out and seeing if I like the atmosphere and the lore and the battle system and everything? It's much darker. Um, three is darker than five. Uh, they're all dark. All the ten oh. are dark. Yes, that's just that's just the way the stories are told. Yeah, right. It's kind of uh, like Persona, but it's darker, and you don't have the Persona aspect. Yeah, Persona is more of the daily life and social aspects, while uh, Tensei pushes you to do. You cannot just go and collect demons and just go throughout the game and expect to win. Um, the biggest thing is uh, fusion. They they expect you to fuse these demons to get different types of demons. Uh, to build your strength to go along with the story. So if you're if you're going to go in callously and get attached to certain characters, then you're not going to do well. Um, sure. They expect you to sacrifice people and do constant experimentation on getting different types of demons. So like when you play this game, um, you play um, it's like it's set in modern day Japan, and it's a uh, it's a, a protagonist that you can name, and you end up going to a school, and they note that there's like weird grisly murders happening. Um, after school, so they have everybody walk in like these groups home to the dorms. The dorms are further down the street, and as you go through it, um, something happens, and it seems like uh, you don't know what happens. Something happens, and it seems like you're, you're transported to 
another Tokyo, um, which are still coming up with theories on what it is. And then you meet a, um, you meet some kind of like a spirit called uh, Aogami, which is, is pretty funny because uh, Ao is blue and Gami is used for hair, blue hair, which is a character you turn into later. But uh, he merges with the protagonist and they create a being known as uh, Nahobino. Uh, which is like a type of god or some type of thing. It's, it's not a he, it's not human or demon. It's like some kind of spiritual thing. So he fuses with him to survive in that world. And as you go through, they kind of show you the mechanics of the game where you can be friend demons. And it's not easy to be friend demons because you can do a, a straight talk to. And it's kind of like Persona, but it's a little bit deeper because like Persona was like rock paper scissors. So depending on the mood of the demon in Persona, you just do the opposite in rock paper scissors, and you can recruit them. This one is like every time you talk to a demon, depending on the, the form of the night and there's a uh, form of the moon and there's like eight different forms of the moon, you get a different conversation with the demon and they'll give you different aspects. So wow. if you're not successful, they'll keep attacking you. So there's a lot of uh, trial and error in there and not and some of the responses are not the same. Um, lo- localization wise is done pretty well because like each demon has like uh, their own feel and say. It's like it sounds they, like a lot of dialogue if you have just eight options based off that one thing. It's it's done very well. It's like uh, it's amazing they had launches worldwide. Because um, like if you go in there and just look at the options on there, like it's, it's like if a demon hung out with us and had our our, our you know just speak with like normal people would speak, it's all in there. Like there's points in there like there's a demon I was talking trying to recruit and he didn't want to be a fuck boy. I was like really it said fuck boy in there. I was like what? that's it's crazy. What? This it's that's the words he says. Like I don't want to just be another fuck boy. It's like it has that type of dialogue in there. It's like it's pretty funny man and it's is intense and it's it's hilarious. So. Um, well, there was a demon hanging out with us earlier. If you <laughs> if you joined the first part of the show, Beals above the, the head demon. Yeah, just kind of showed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he's back! No, o- outside of that, um, uh, outside of that, it's 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 pretty good, man. It's like as you go through it, kind of the story pulls you in. So you're trying to figure out um, what happened and like you're getting bits and pieces like some kind of battle happened in Tokyo and, you know, it's like a desolate Tokyo and it's like completely destroyed and there's demons all over the place. And apparently something happened like like angels, demons fought this war and it it destroyed everything and not everybody's over there. And it's like in a different time place and you don't know what's going on. So it's like on this story bit, I'm kind of just fucking around in it. Um, I got to I got to match that camera down. It keeps getting shaken loose. it's kind of like I got to get to the Tokyo Tower and survey the land and see what's going on. It hasn't. It's still slowly just pulling me into the story. And so as you go through, you get like an open map, and it's and it's um, it's it's linear, but it's not. So like you have to follow a set path, but it does give you branching paths where you can go like up buildings and you know side paths up there and like kind of do a little bit of exploring. But it, it it limits you to a certain area. It's not like those old old school or RPGs, but I think, you know, Persona's always been like that. It's not a huge thing. Are there um, random encounters? Uh, no, they're on the field. Uh, so yeah. you can do in a whole slash them first to start a battle first so you can get the first attack. I like that. Um, Who was the that first to do thing. that? That's been in a lot of games. Uh, I I remember what Paper Mario, not Paper Mario, uh, Super Mario RPG did it, didn't they? I used to jump on yeah, them. Yeah, you could jump on their heads to start That's it. the only one I can think of like way back, but then again, I, I didn't play a lot of RPGs in the Super Nintendo day so i'm sure maybe there was something else there so um, i feel like zelda 2 when you were out on that main area but i don't think you could like sword attack those things when they were coming at you they either just hit you or they didn't mm-hmm. i bet but it's yeah. like an ultima or a dragon quest or something that did it i'm sure dragon quest, the new dragon quest lets you do that too yeah mm-hmm. i'm sure dragon quest is probably on there too maybe like a super nintendo remake or something like that. 
Um, yeah. So I mean, it's I'm like I'm not entirely that in you know that into the game yet. I'm only like five hours into it. Uh, as I go through, and I mean, I'm just trying to. I'm I'm taking it slowly. So I, I got into like level ten, and like your fusion levels for the demons are based off on the um, the levels you're at. So like I I can see what demons I can make, but there's certain ones that I have to be a level twenty that I can't get to yet. Or, so I'm not a high enough level. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of slow grind. It's like one of those games, Richard. If you're gonna play, you have to be patient. It's, uh, yeah. Isn't that I think like can, a minimum seventy hours to to technically beat it? Yeah, I mean, you can probably get rid of the difficulty. I think there's a casual mode you can download. There's a DLC for casual mode. So if you just want to go through and kind of experience and enjoy the story, and not have to sit there and and play the Demon Souls of RPGs, and you can definitely <laughs> do that. If you feel that way. Um, it, if you're uh, self inclined, um, you can definitely go that route, and that's definitely something you can do. Uh, but outside of that, the, the games typically is it's a slow burn. That's uh, how they do it. They they expect you to go through get as many demons as you can, make different combinations, fill the fill the the demon decks up, and figure out what other demons you can make, and just go through it from there. <laughs> so I don't remember what it's called. I think it's like a, a compendium or something. I forgot what it's called. I'm just gonna call it demon decks. It's a throwback yeah. to our last demon podcast yeah. title. It was demon decks. So yeah, I mean that's I mean that's. That's about it. I mean, that's that's pretty much all I've kind of played outside of uh, the game we all played. And I played a little bit more of um, Deathloop and still fucking around with that. Um, I tried to get it on sale and it it was twenty two ninety nine, and I had a five dollar off thing. And he was ringing it up and it kept being fifty nine ninety nine. I was like, I'm not doing this. It's gonna be cheap Black Friday. I'll I'll try it out. I at think that it's like twenty five or something like that Black Friday or something like that. Yeah, I know, I know. Guardians of the Galaxy is supposed to be like thirty and twenty five in certain places. I'm just, that's when I'll buy it. I'm glad I waited. France game of the year, but um, close, but it's up there. It's, it's up there. It's really Damn, Guardians, least, went, right? Guardians went on that list. It's going to be a sleeper hit. The yeah. the game awards list. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the game awards list is pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, that, that's which I'll hand it off to Brent because I mean after that it's just the game we've been playing mostly this week. Uh, that's what I've been playing outside of uh you know me watching like 75 hours of uh. Of um anime like I normally do, so Jesus. Um so Bring us home, yeah. Brant. You showed uh, us the guide. What are you using the guide for? Yeah, I uh played some Mario Party Superstars, like you said, but then the also I've been playing with my Zelda game and watch. So uh, awesome. I love them. I'm gonna I always start because it was Probably my earliest introduction into gaming was the original Legend of Zelda, and it's still one that I can go back to and play over and over and over again. Um, and I have with me, and I use it every time I start playing just to get my bearings and things like that, the original mm-hmm. official Nintendo's player guide. Uh, and I think I've... I've gone through like the first couple dungeons. Um, one thing about the Nintendo um, official Legend of Zelda game and watch is when you are selecting uh, any of your your game files. Uh, I know with is it Link's Awakening? I think it may have to be like a, a brand new file. But you can press and hold the A button when you go on the file select screens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you go down, select your file, just press and hold A rather than just, you know, hit and start. 
Yeah. And you'll hear the do 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 do, and when it boots into the game, uh, in the Legend of Zelda, you have full hearts. In Legend of Zelda Two, you have like the full stats, uh, like hearts and magic are full. Um, and also you get full hearts in um, Link's Awakening. That's awesome. You can do it on the clock, I think, the the little timer setting. Yeah. And rather than counting timer down, beeps nonstop. I'm yeah. Like, well, that's the thing. Is it is it instead of uh being that beeping timer i think yeah. it just it goes into like a instead of counting like down it counts up and it's like an endless screen where you can just fight enemies what um if you do There's it all on, kinds of shit on this thing and if you do it on the clock if you press and hold a on the clock it uh rather than playing uh that little bit or that like uh, the clock ticking sound. It starts playing the Legend of Zelda theme, and you can just press and hold A, and it'll go back to normal. So, Sweet. but it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. There's there's a lot of neat little touches that they did for this thing, and uh, I mean, we kind of talked about how it was semi disappointing or a little of a letdown that this was kind of their only celebration, but it's it's a cool cool little piece of hardware. It is a neat thing, and yeah. Obviously, I, I mean, I feel like I got a Game Boy. It. I got a Game Boy with my first Game yeah. Boy game again. Is what it feels like. So that just hey, happens to play two other something. games. Got no. that in the, in the shitty version on the Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> um, so you're following this guide pretty good, huh? This guide is older than you, Brant. I just noticed yeah, that it's almost it's, older than me. It's an old guide, man. Uh, what year? What year? Eighty-seven. But uh, yeah, I definitely I love run I love running through this. I gosh, one of these days, and maybe because it's it's this tiny little portable thing I can just throw in my pocket and go. Yeah. Maybe this is the time we beat Legend of Zelda two. <laughs> no save states or anything. No, no, you can. You actually can. How um, do you save state? That was the. <laughs> Uh, what was that? Our, our dark, our dark savior. Are we gonna be Zelda too? Take him, take him now. I, I want to say I could beat Zelda too. Get rid of him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Gosh, I can't remember. I saw something about it. Uh, I'm gonna have to find it again because I think it. Gosh, it's not, it's not doing it. Oh no, 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 no. Brent, you're looking a little hot. Are you? Is it warm <laughs> under your feet? I see some smoke rising up. <laughs> Join me. <laughs> oh God, that's never gonna get old. No. <laughs> Don't take his soul now. He's trying to show us. <laughs> it's it's some of the it's some combination of these these four face buttons i can't remember if it's is there uh, a place to go to to find out that breakdown can we find that breakdown somewhere did nintendo post that i was about to say i can't remember if it was nintendo life or who i saw it from i'll have to find it again but i know there was somebody and there was you can actually access some save states by i can't remember if it was like a b 
restart or but anyway there's there's some way to do that on here and i mean technically if you just um press game and watch uh, if you press the game button you'll <laughs> exit back out to whatever you know the game select and you can get back into any of the games and so like if i go back out uh i'm already at the oh nice the yeah, awakening, awakening and then i press it again and i go back to the legend of zelda and uh the original and i'm still in there so that's awesome that's a good feature so i mean it's and you can at any time you can reset the game but i mean i especially while you're going you don't want to do that right and then you just press the that's a good press the power button and it puts it to sleep so you can just (laughs) immediately put it to sleep and come back to it any time so technically there's your save state yeah Yeah, here you uh here you richard i found an article just about that you can play straight through, or just like Brant said, or hit the game button to switch to another, saving your progress. There are no safe states beyond that, though, so get ready to die a gazillion times in Zelda 2. <laughs> yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> but like I said, if you if you start a new game and press and hold A when you when you are at the select file screen, you'll start with with full hearts, full magic, everything. So I need to remember at that. least it at least it starts. You know, you'll start out with an advantage. A little cheat code thing. Yeah, I just lose, I had we'll still lose twenty eight to three. So. <laughs> I had this down here, and I haven't had this plugged up in months. This is a Super Mario Brothers one, and I turned it on. It's got half battery. <laughs> and I guess that battery just lasts forever if it's in that sleep mode. Some will call that Half-Life. <laughs> That's accurate. Uh, I I popped back in Guardians of the Galaxy. I've, I had a handful of trophies I'm, I'm still trying to get, and I think now I've got about four or five left that I'm trying to get before I get the platinum. But I mean, there was, there was, a I don't know, at least seven or eight, I think, uh, costumes that I missed the first time going through. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a few things where if you're, if you're not paying attention, you're going to miss like a tiny little area. You can walk down and get some of the, uh, some of the costumes or a collectible, but, um, just going back through that, and then after you beat it, it's it's super easy to just go through and pitch, uh, pick which chapter you need to go to, and go through, grab your collectible, exit back out, go to another chapter. So, uh, and then other than that, we played some Halo Master Chief Collection. Uh, I believe Monday. Okay. Uh, or no, no, no. What's that? Yeah, it was Monday. Monday no, it, was, was launch- it was Sunday. It was Monday Sunday. Was launch day. And then oh, Mon- Monday, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Monday. I was like, what, Friday was, or Saturday? What day yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, <laughs> We're old. Was it Sunday We're or, so or Sunday? Old. Saturday yeah. or Sunday. Um, but then Monday came around, and as soon as that, they said that multiplayer for Infinite was coming down. We played, we played a bunch of Infinite together. Yeah, and I've got, <laughs> I know I've got some crazy clips where like. Uh, uh, last night we were playing. I know Zessar wasn't on there, but we um, we were playing with a few friends of the show, and we were playing um, Total Control. And I'm on I'm on a point, uh, and I I kill like two or three enemies, and then I pop up 
to get another enemy and a wasp flies right overhead <laughs> and shoots and kills me. And I, you know, I'm relaying that to everybody. I say, okay, there's a wasp in the air. If somebody can help take care of that. And right as I say that a dang drop ship comes down to, to drop off a vehicle and takes out the wasp. <laughs> so I've been taken uh, out by the drop ship, just flying across the map and the drop, yeah. and just drop something yeah. as I was flying across the map. On those uh, catapults, I was like, "Great, died instantly." <laughs> died instantly. Um, I've had twice now my uh, you know get killed, and my dead body's laying on the ground, and all of a sudden my dead body levitates off the ground and does a flip. <laughs> I haven't seen that anywhere so, else. I've been watching a lot of clips. I haven't seen that anywhere else. And it was funny. I, I it, we me and Cesar were playing, and it happened then. And then when I told you about it, we played a game. And my body flipped uh, like head over feet in in another game because <laughs> the first time it flipped and I just like went around in a circle and then this, the the uh, the time with you it was funny it's it just went head over heels and then he like clipped right back to where he was. Oh it was God, crazy. I got the Lennis Morissette song stuck in my head. <laughs> head over heels, yeah. I was I was singing it too. Head but, over. Oh feet. my gosh, they. Uh, they Halo. They they did actually uh, go live today with some of the updates to have the you, experience. Have you seen that yet? No, I have, and it's much better. It's much more like Master Chief, where you're you're getting stuff. You see that yeah. meter go up because yeah. that progression was way too slow before. Yep, and he's Nine talking day. about like the season pass and the the seasonal. I guess yeah, just the battle pass unlocks. Yeah. yeah, which is all cosmetic. It's all changing the way your spartan looks so yeah whether that grind is your cup of tea or not you know you hey, may want to invest in that i'm all i'm all about getting that nerf gun dlc when the price drops <laughs> there you go but, but still i mean it's just it was it's so hard right or it was because you'd get weird challenges and things that just you know may not pertain to a game mode you're playing or may not benefit uh any any part of what objective you're trying to reach. Right. You know, a good example is like, uh, uh, kill an enemy warthog and it's a four V four capture the flag with no vehicles on the map. Like you might be yeah. playing that bizarre map, with no vehicles. I was like, okay, why is this one of my challenges now? And you're charged to swap challenges, right? You can't just mm -hmm. flip them out. Yeah. Or a lot of the times when I'm playing with you guys, we get shoot, uh, anywhere between six to 12 people. And we've got to do big team battle. And yep. one of my one of my things is play a game of oddball or win a game of oddball. And yeah. it's like, you know, how if you know I can do that on my own, it's it's not a big issue. But you know, if you're playing with a group of a big group of people, you know, you're gonna have to wait, and that mm -hmm. uh, that challenge is gonna sit on your screen, you know, for for a while. Yeah, that sucks. I but they, we, they, we played one brand, didn't we? Where they kind of destroyed us. Yeah. Oh, we don't get credit for that oddball. Uh, I don't know if I had it then, but there's also stuff that's like you know use a very specific weapon in a specific type of way, and it's, it's some of those challenges are just they're they're weird, but they're hopefully they're gonna they're gonna fix it a little bit more. They listen to community feedback. The game launched Monday, and the patch is out Thursday, so there's already yeah. a quick there's already a quick turnaround on that. The game's just fun, man. We we find games all the time. That launch night, we had was it eight people in our fire team? Nine of twelve? No, we was we eventually yeah we I think it was 
Nine. Yeah. I think we got up to nine. I've <laughs> just rounding up people to play Halo and everybody's loving it from what I can tell. I I, I would like to see person. some matchmaking options though. A little bit more, and I don't like like when we're when all of us are, are together and we're in a queue. I don't want to have to hit play every time to get out of the yeah. to get out or to start the next match. Like just keep us rolling. Yeah. And then also like when you see the when you see the leaderboard in the game, when you get out into the normal thing, like it's not there. You can't you can't see the breakdown of everybody's stuff. You have to go by fire team and break down each individual person and look and see how they did. And it just why not why not bring that splash screen from like mid game? Why not bring that into the the end thing like Master Chief Collection, you know, so you can check that out. I'm not wild about that. What I was saying, the only complaint I've heard is from someone using an original Xbox One. So I don't know if that hardware discrepancy makes it a worse experience or not. But um, and we were talking about this in pre-production. I didn't want to go too far into it. But Cesar and I were playing around right before we came on here. And uh, he had done a capture the flag before that and scored all three of the points on capture the flag. So that's actually one of his specialties. And so we go into this match and you scored the first two on this one. (laughs) <laughs> and uh and they start coming back it is two to two and i'm like oh, oh my god, god that shit, yeah. we're gonna go to some we're gonna go to some <laughs> tiebreaker thing so i had been kind of playing the middle ground you know trying to like swing back and what what map is that ssr is that a uh, behemoth is that i think it's behemoth it's the desert map yeah where it has the yeah. sniper rifles in the center sniper rifle towers in the center and then you have like the ramps on each end and then you have the lifts going the out mm-hmm. yep overshield at the bottom if you want to go down there so we had some pretty good like volleys defense back and forth, and I was kind of playing the middle ground that way. And uh, Cesar goes and gets the flag. He's coming. He's like, "Here I come! <laughs> They're after me! They're after me!" And I, I, I double killed. Well, I double killed two of them, and then I took the flag. So I knew yep. it was good for a while. Yeah, you had uh. some, you had some credit built up, but somebody caught up to you from somewhere. And I went the wrong way to the ramp. I looked at the video after that. I went to the left and then cut back right. I think if I had jumped down, I could have had that guy off immediately. But as I'm coming down the ramp, this guy kills Cesar, and Cesar drops the flag. And then I was working on him. I knocked that guy down, and then there was the flag, and I just ran up the ramp and scored. But it was one of those Halo, like, it's happening so fast, and the way everything just flows together. We scored. It was like, yeah. It was, we, it was almost word for word Halo 1 again for me. Yeah. <laughs> I never got, I never captured the flag. He died Cesar, the Cesar and I it. had a, game, a CTF on that exact same map. Mm-hmm. And it was right after everybody else dropped off, so we got two randos in there, and the randos were they suck. I mean, we were down. Remember, <laughs> two were, zero. We came yeah. back and won. Ours, Cesar, ours <laughs> didn't know what they were doing. They had no clue. Yeah. yeah, we we sat there for a while, and it they scored one, and then we're like, oh, it's going to be one of these, and then bam, they scored two, and we were like, like okay, oh, this shit. this game's done, and then finally, uh, I think. Cesar got the flag that first time and and ran it and then I got the flag and they took our flag and I'm like sitting in the back of the map like huddled up behind some rocks and Cesar's just defending me and the two randos are running over there. Uh, I forgot <laughs> like, about the rocks. You were just sitting there forever. I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? I'm sitting here trying to protect you. And it's like, what yeah. are they doing? I guess we see them going over there. And just yeah, we see, we see them just kind of like running back and forth on one side of the map. They're not dying. But, you know, they, they aren't ca- <laughs> retrieving our flag or anything yet. And it took them a while, but they finally killed the enemy, retrieved our flag. And nobody came over and killed me. Like, Cesar didn't, he's, he, like, kind of stood off to the side and was, like, pay, like checking everything. And 
but then we wound up coming back and winning and it was it was such a good uh-huh. game Epic. we had and we were we were so hyped and then we played like two more games and oh the next one was that uh, weird uh oddball oddball we so the oddball yeah we got I love, ran i love oddball in this game it is so much fun professional well we have professionals that we we're playing against in our yeah. team literally oh. as soon as i got it we were going down immediately it's like we were, it was constant gun downs i don't know where they like they played that map so often they were like they were all in the weird corners, and there's like three people guarding them. I'll, yeah, like major bad. league gaming guys you were up against. Oh god, gals. yeah, they they had destroyed to be. us. We had no chance. As soon as we get, I think we had eight seconds on that. Yeah, whole thing. <laughs> it was bad, <laughs> dude. Bad. It was so bad. Uh, Russell and I at, at lunch gets Russell and I ran. Remember how we we did the perfect two hundred to zero on the what's the zones in this one called? Uh, total control. Total control. Remember how we ran them two hundred to nothing in the tech test? We won this one 200 to 7. Oh, they, I did 200 to 0 on my very first game. You did right another before one? I joined you. Yeah. Right before I joined you guys. My very first game in the infinite multiplayer. It was so good. This game, it's just going to be these emergent. Like, I, I need to send you all these two clips that I did. But uh, there was a, was it Capture the Flag last night? It might have been Capture the Flag. Anyway, it's on the Big Wood map. the The one that we played the most in the tech test. Uh, there's a okay. lift yeah, on yeah. each side, and there's a sniper. Yeah, a sniper up on the the cliff side. It's our favorite map. It's the one we kept playing over and over. And uh, they had drove. So I'm looking down the ramp, and here comes the warthog. It is capture the flag because they're trying to get the flag. They're coming up the ramp, and I'm shooting at this warthog, right? And the warthog is pushing me, and I'm just I'm on foot, and I'm just shooting, and they're pushing, and people are shooting at that warthog, and then I'm like, I can't kill it. I'm gonna get in it. So they have a driver and a gunner, and I'm on the passenger side, and I jump in the passenger side, and my teammates kill everybody. <laughs> they kill everybody. They don't. The enemy doesn't get the flag. We the warthog gets to that lift, and it kills both of them. And the warthog takes off in the lift, and then it starts beeping like it's gonna blow up. And I had to oh, jump no. out of the warthog through the lift. <laughs> I sit at the front of the show. Jeremy's like, "There's a lot going on in that warthog clip." <laughs> it's like, "Oh shit, it's crazy." The hell's happening. Just so much emergent storytelling is going to happen with all these modes. I love all the modes. They're they're really good. Um, we call it seeds. What is it's called? Power oh, up or gosh, something? Yeah. 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 What is it? Powers. Stockpile. 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 You got to go get these like energy seed things. And what yeah, I like uh, about it. Use the Arkansas. Yeah. Use the Arkansas. <laughs> you got to throw it back in the Razorback. <laughs> Uh, so that broke, I guess that came out, I, Russell saw it on Reddit and sent it to me, like, you can actually load these, so you, there's some seeds, these power seeds out in the map, and you have to grab them and bring them back to your base and power up something, uh, and what's cool is that, like, if they beat you to one, it doesn't reset, they just load some more seeds on the map somewhere, but you can keep going, so if you, if you lost that first round, five to four, you still have your four. You just have to get one back, and then you'll be right back in there. So it, it's got real good pacing, I think, with that. Uh, yeah, well, what they want with that mode is they want you know people going after uh, what they call those battery or slash seeds, and then they want some people to go into the base and take whatever your enemy has charging and up there. Them. Yep, so you it's can like take a, them out it's of a, there. It's enough people on that map that you can kind of, if you get a good team together, you can probably prong them. Because, I mean, you're, if you're sitting there taking from the base and then taking what's on the field, you're going to mess up the other team, and they're going to have to prioritize. And, like, all right, we got to protect our base. Yeah, mess them up. So I mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, way different ways you can play that game to make it interesting. So and that one has a that one has a good flow of like the swing of the battle back and forth. Whether you're trying to push or flank or try to go down the middle, I think I've only played that one on that one map too. 
that one and I think the 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 big team map or mode or whatever the fuck that's called is um that's the one that has a weird ass capture the flag where we are all confused about where we had to go to capture the flag because it wasn't where the other yeah. flag was at. You had to go into that point and get it. So right, they had a different. It's like the flag location was different from where you would normally score. Like where their flag came from and where you had to score was two different spots on the base. And there was always some confusion. You can tell time. somebody who knew was in there because they're always trying to go over the flag. And it's like why isn't that happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and remember that one I died, you picked it up and scored because I got so close to it because I, it took me forever to try to find it. It just doesn't, yeah. it didn't steer you back to the right place. The maps are great. The modes are awesome. I like the random, it, it's almost like Action Sack that we play on Master Chief Collection where it just always gives us something different. We always have something different we're doing. And it just, it breaks it up. Like if I'm getting my ass handed to me in big team battle and not, we're not really competing, I can go try 4v4 shake it up, do something in there, you know, those control zones and just try something different. And it's awesome, man. I'm so glad we got this early. It's super polished. It seems like an extension of the tech test. Uh, They're fixing things super fast. That progression was the, was the biggest thing. It's awesome. Play Halo Infinite if you can. I mean, it's a smart thing to do. It's free to play. So, I mean, you want to get out there and the people to figure out, you know, what's broken and what's not and what works and what doesn't. So, I mean, you can sit there and develop that game all day long, but when these type of games, you just got to get to that point where the quality is in a acceptable realm. So. What was that, Brent? So you don't even have to have Xbox Live. You don't, com- do you? That's no, it's lie. completely free. New if Halo. You, if you've got an Xbox, you can download it for free, play, play for free. That's crazy. Tell me that 15 years ago. I'll tell you, you're crazy. Hey, man, we <laughs> spent $10 on the Battle Pass. Give them money. I and it's spend. dropped in price. Yeah, now it's eight ninety nine. Yeah. Thank you, friend of the show, Russell. <laughs> People were complaining about uh, they spent all their challenge swaps and then they changed it today. It's like, what am I supposed to do? I already did my, <laughs> I did it before you corrected it. Yeah, I'm screwed. But I don't know how often that stuff resets. I haven't really dove into those. There's I mean, good tutorials and stuff on there. As you go through the the battle pass, you'll get those. Uh, Things you can do uh, XP boosts and change your objectives where they kind of swap yeah. them around. So I mean, mm-hmm. there's things in there just just moving up the levels of that battle pass was very. It took forever. Yeah. Now it doesn't. It's, it's a much it's, speedier clip. You feel like you're accomplishing something. You didn't really do that before. You was it's you not, it's tell not it too fast. It's the right speed. It's not too fast yeah. and it's not too slow. Before it just felt like damn, I ain't doing shit. I played like 18 yeah. matches and I'm like still level zero. I'm like, what the fuck? So, yeah. I'm I'm five hours into this and I'm still level one. Why is this a thing? The thing's uh, hundred levels. Like how am I going to get all this done before March twenty? <laughs> <laughs> uh, something I found today: if you go in the theater mode, first off you'll get an achievement. But if you go in the theater, it records all of your matches. And down at the bottom, you have like the entire you have the entire match, and you can break it down between like double kills, uh, point with the oddball, uh, score with the flag. Like you can zoom around on the timeline. You can change in between every person. Like. Man, this person was handing me my ass. What were they doing? You could watch from there. It's crazy. I could not Whoa. believe the depth behind it. Go into theater and the uh, you know, boot into that main menu or whatever, and then go into theater. And you can get your clips out of there, like something crazy happens. Uh, you can change the camera angle. It's it's deep. I could not believe it. And I was like, okay, maybe what one or two matches. I think when I loaded that theater, it had like four, it had 16 or 18 videos. In it, and I can watch every single one of those matches the whole way through. And it's not like crappy quality. You're not looking at some thumbnail print, you know. It's uh like trying to download an old video off 2001 internet 
you wouldn't get that postage stamp thing. You get it looked like the full video, and I don't think it was 4K HDR, but it was it was a solid 60 frame per second, 1080p minimum, and I was highly impressed. And it'll uh, you just go through and break down <laughs> any part of it if you want to watch the whole match, your viewpoint, somebody else's viewpoint. You want to jump around and see when somebody scored the flag or when somebody got a triple kill. You can go to that part and pull the clip out of it or share it, whatever you want to do. I was like, holy shit, this is deep in here. Because there might be some good ones we want to save, you know, and have yeah. on hand. I thought that was awesome. And you get an achievement. It's like grab the popcorn or something like that. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. There's a lot of achievements that are popping already. They're lot, not. Yeah. They're like five gamer score, but it's just fun to see. You know, you do something ran- random in it. Excuse me. And it, uh, it pops something for you. Is that our Halo Infinite breakdown? Yeah. That'd be it, yo. I think that's it for us. Y'all got anything else you want to add on there? Absolutely not. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. <clears throat>
It distorts speaking. It's it's hard to like hear you, hear you. But when the laugh is going, it's just holy shit. <laughs> it's like deal with the devil type stuff. You could do that when we when we have episode six six six. Oh god no! You should hear this shit. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna join a work call like this you're gonna forget it's on <laughs> I need an <laughs> oh man it, what, it logitech what i never hear what the second part of it is uh logitech logitech g hub g hub i thought i had that downloaded it doesn't look like it so I guess for whatever reason, it enables you to use Yeti now, any type of Yeti. Because I guess the new Yetis have a separate software. It's called Blue Software that can do the same thing. But the Logitech one works between all the Yetis. Yo. So like this one, this one I have on here is called uh, Broadcaster One. So there's different versions I can do for just general voice presets, like AM, uh, Bass Boost, Classical Radio, Crisp and Warm. You can start doing it for streaming. Uh, I, I don't know, man. Somebody had written an article about it. I was like, let me fuck around with that. I downloaded like two weeks ago, and then I forgot all about it until oh, today. Oh, God. Oh. I haven't laughed like that in a long time, man. <laughs> all right, let me stop recording this bit. <laughs>